Hey everyone, it's Jake. This is the Post Hardcore and More podcast, and today we got a special sick ass episode with a bunch of the people from I Met a Yeti, almost a full band. Uh, and uh, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Daisy, and I sing for I Met a Yeti. I'm Devin, I play drums. Yo, what up? It's Ricky, I play guitar. And also, Tony is on this one, too. Yeah, it's Tony, and I also play guitar. Awesome. <laughs> Just missing the bassist. Uh, Louie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Louie's at work, I think. Uh, he's here with us in spirit, I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are pretty sick. I love your music, and uh, Camp Yeti's a great EP. And it's really exciting to hear you guys kind of blowing up. I want to start kind of from the beginning of the band. And I was wondering about the creation and how you came up with the name and how everyone kind of met. Well, that's really wonderful because the four of us were actually not involved in that whatsoever. What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, the only true, like, if you want to get down to, like... uh, like the very original lineup of the band the only real 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 original member is louie he's not here great uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. but i will tell you um the band was named by our previous vocalist Justine, um and it was inspired by a song by a band called we are the calvary and they were i set my friends on fire before they were i set my friends on fire okay it's kind of a deep cut for a name yeah, a little bit. Um, we did an album with him still in the band. The I Can Still See You EP has both uh, myself and him uh, singing throughout the album. Yeah. I was uh, curious about how recording that EP went. And if you guys uh, were like... If all of you were not a part of the band when it was created, how did all of you like become a part of the band? Um... I, um, they were already a band and they had like a single out and I think I messaged, um, Louie or I think I messaged like the band and I was just like, Hey, do you guys need like another guitarist? Cause like, I don't know. I was like still in high school and I just wanted to be in a band like really yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I like messaged them and, uh, they like tried me out. And then I played, like, a house show with them, like, that weekend. And then I've just been in the band since. And that was, like, uh, February of, like, 2016, I think. And, uh, and then, yeah, Daisy joined. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. You can go. Yeah. No, that uh, that, that house show that Tony, um, Tony was talking about, uh, me and some friends kind of threw together, like, a little set and played that. And I had already known uh, the guys and I met a Yeti and liked them a lot. Uh, we were friends. Um, and I wanted to, like, work with them on recording some stuff. But uh, it just seemed like a natural fit at one point that I should try it out. And so I did, like, a little audition. And then, uh, you know, eventually, like, took the plunge. And we the first thing I did with them was Tony and I went to a studio and recorded the... Uh, vocals for the windows single nice uh how long have you been singing 
Um, when I was about 16 or 17, I started my first, like, rock band sort of thing. But, you know, like, I guess I've, like, always kind of wanted to do this, like, since I was, like, a little kid. That's very cool. Uh, Devin, how did you get involved with the band? Um, I was, like, I had just come back from school in Kansas. I went there for a year. Um, and I was like looking for pretty much anything to do musically on Craigslist and I <laughs> met a few people like that I truly like love and care about through Craigslist um, but I had met Anthony a long time ago um, I don't actually remember the exact origin of I think it was like Enjoy Cassette yeah you guys yeah. knew Enjoy Cassette yeah, yeah the, I, um, I was. I played like two shows with Enjoy Cassette. Oh, really? I played like one. <laughs> yeah. I like filled in guitar for them. Sorry, that's where I met you too, Devin, was uh, at the Enjoy Cassette show. Yeah, that's right. So. Basically, I was like looking for anything to do and just messaged Tony and was like, yo, do you want to do some music? And. What did he say? <laughs> he, he, like, joined my other project at the time called Tide Pools. And uh, eventually when we parted ways with Alex T, our, the drummer that we had on Camp Yeti, um, he's also, like, the original drummer. Uh, we parted ways with him back in December. Mm. We, we ended up getting Devin. And he did that January tour with Adventure with us. And he's been with us since. That's sick. Um, let me organize my thoughts here. I, I just think it's funny you guys knew Enjoy Cassette. I've listened to that one single they put out like probably 500 times. I, I completely forgot they were from Florida. <laughs> I feel like half the scene is from Florida at this point. They're um, um they're cat company now. I don't know if you like. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Um. So I kind of wanted to know the mindset of the band during "I Can Still See You," the recording process, and your thoughts on the final product, uh, and your favorite tracks or like, yeah. <laughs> That's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> I was really stressed. It oh, really? Not. Um, it was really, really hard. Uh, we had, like, some problems um, the first time we recorded it. So we, um, with the deadline already set, kind of had to re-record that album by ourselves without a producer. Um, so we, uh, we basically recorded it in my bedroom. And... Um, it, it was very rushed, um, but, like, it, w it was better than the first time we did it. Like, we were getting way better takes. Like, I think that we, like, knew that, like, it was going to sound better that way, even though it was rushed. Um, but we there definitely were some things that, like, looking back on, it's like, oh, that's a product of, like, the fact that we did this. Uh, like, we did all the vocals. Um, in one night, Yasin and I <laughs> pulled an all-nighter and stayed up till about 
seven or eight in the morning. Wow. Recording vocals. Yeah. We were mixing it up mixing. until the release show, like the <laughs> yeah. morning of. <laughs> That's wild. I mean, you guys made a great final product. I, I since the uh, podcast podcast where I talked about you guys, I have listened to that first EP, and I actually really like it. Uh, is it free or isn't it? Is a great song. Thank you. Do you have any plans to put the full EP on Spotify? Oh, we just took it down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So you're just kind of disconnecting yourself completely from that? Uh, we're going to leave it on YouTube and Bandcamp. Okay, yeah, I've known bands that have done that before. Um, I noticed in on the special thanks part of I Can Still See You, it says uh, special thanks includes Jesus H. Christ. Is the group or members of the group particularly religious? Do that have any effect on uh, the EP? I think Louis believes in God. Okay. I was just um, curious. I don't Tony, see that a lot. Tony, what didn't you put that there? Yeah, I did. Don't be scared. Really edgy. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. Um. <laughs> Uh, so I did want to go into why the member lineup kind of changed between EPs. Uh, or is I that... think after I Can Still See You, because basically that lineup was the original lineup plus me and Daisy. Mm -hmm. um, and so after that, uh, Daisy had left shortly after the EP came out. Um and then I'm just gonna rush through it. <laughs> and then after Daisy left, we were kind of just um, the five of us were just gonna keep going. Then um, what's it called? We had issues with our other vocalists, and then he ended up having to go. And then the other guitarist having ended up having to go. So it was just me, Louie, and T. And then um. We ended up getting Daisy back, and then we ended up getting Ricky as, like, the other guitarist. Hi. <laughs> but that, all of that happened throughout, like, an entire year. Wow. I just yeah. want to say that it wasn't drama. Like, I didn't leave for drama. I want the record to show. Oh. I, um, <laughs> I, I left because I, I had... I lived too far away for a little bit, but then I I was like, oh, I'd rather just be in the band, so I moved over closer to them. Gotcha. Everyone else was drama, though. <laughs> yeah, every band has some growing pains. That's true of every band. So, I was just curious because uh, I did I did enjoy the unclean vocals on the first EP, uh, but I also is it you, Daisy, that does the unclean vocals on the new EP? Yeah, I do all the vocals. They sound great. Thank you. Um, let's see. We're kind of flying through my questions. <laughs> uh, let's see. I wanted to know about how touring has gone for you guys. Has it been extensive? Have you done any, like, long touring? I think the longest we were out was, like, 
um, probably for us like 17 or 18 days on the road. Wow. In January. Who are you? Was that with uh, Adventure? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the biggest tour we've done so far. Yeah. We would have done more, but um, this year has been a little bit disruptive of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, we had some pretty big plans this year. <laughs> Man, I think everybody did. It's uh, really unfortunate how bad this is. The COVID's messed up two parts of my life. <laughs> Movies and uh, bands. So, I'm unhappy with it, to say the least. Um, Let's see. I want to know how the writing process for Camp Yeti went. And I want to know like what kind of differences it has between the first EP and how you approached writing for it. Tony, you should... You should <laughs> so, um... Around the time... Because the first EP was uh, pretty much written by the other guitarist, Freddie. Um, the only song I really wrote was Where Is Nelson? Um, and so when Freddie left, I basically had to take over, like, the songwriting part. Because um, there was a point where it was just, like, three of us. It was just me, Louie, and T. So, um... Yeah, basically it was just us, and we just started writing songs for Camp Yeti. I think that was like twenty. That was like twenty seventeen, I think. Um, yeah. So the difference in sound is just because uh, it's like it was a different person writing the songs. <laughs> that makes sense. What was the first song you wrote for the uh, EP? Um, I. Uh, I wrote the song, the the main riff for um, for Loomy Gloom. That mm -hmm. was like the first. Yeah, the songwriting process in general for that EP was just I would like write a structure, uh, with just like chords and riffs, and then, um, just bring it to the band, and everyone would write their own parts on top. But okay, that's cool. I like that. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a skilled uh, interviewer, as you may have noticed, so uh, I'm also going through growing pains. Uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. So, you recorded EP1 in <laughs> a bedroom. How did you record EP2? <laughs> um we went to uh matt goings um a producer daisy's actually uh yeah daisy what's your relationship with matt goings oh okay matt goings <laughs> um is a really good friend of mine and um we've like done work together uh since i was like in high school but uh, a little bit out of high school i joined his band called all gone gray um, he sings in that band, and I do harsh vocals for that band, or screams, whatever. I know yeah. people get mad about what you call that. <laughs> Please don't get mad at me. Um, but, yeah, I've been doing harsh vocals for that band for about six years. And um, so Matt was just kind of the obvious choice. He's 
really talented and uh we're recording the next album with him as well awesome you still do uh harsh vocals for that all gone gray yeah uh we actually have a a full length that'll be coming out for all gone gray sometime within the next year or two awesome i'll have to check it out um let's see uh okay here's a random listener question i have in my my uh little notes uh someone on the server named hispanic baljeet uh what are your biggest influence that no one would expect? Or band influence, I guess I should say. Who's your biggest band influence that one might not expect when listening to I Met a Yeti? Hmm. I think Ricky got one. Uh, ooh, that, there's, there's a few, to be honest. <laughs> I think uh, when it comes to, like, the writing and stuff a lot of it's like a lot of i guess on like i guess on a personal level on writing for uh camp yeti i was thinking of a lot of like jazz so like just jazz music in general like uh um, like kurt rosenwinkel it's like a contemporary jazz guitar player i kind of i kind of use a lot of his stuff in terms of how he plays guitar in the way that I write music. So it definitely bleeds into Yeti for sure. Yeah, I can definitely hear it. Yeah, so definitely Kurt Rosenwinkel. I mean, I think it's kind of it obvious. What do you think? Yeah, Ricky's a very jazz guitarist. All like the the big solos are Ricky's hmm. on Yeti. That's me, hello. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just write cool riffs. <laughs> Um, one of my influences uh, is this band called uh, Teen Suicide, and <laughs> they're like they're like a little five. It's it's just this guy named Sam Ray, and it's like um, you know he does like solo stuff and some stuff with like bands. But like the big thing I took from like his music is just like uh, a lot of it's like really simple. Mm-hmm. And there's this song on one of their albums. I don't know the name. I think it's like Give Me Back the Sky. It's like the whole song is only like two chords and i like that idea a lot that um that's basically what inspired me to write magic man of sadness um just writing like a really simple two chord song um yeah uh any inspirations for you daisy yeah i i think i've mentioned it in like other interviews we've done but i definitely am influenced by the band the 1975 Mm. um and like other indie pop sort of bands like uh i'm really influenced by the japanese house too very cool my girlfriend loves the 1975 yeah they're sick Devin, uh any influences that uh have been influencing you for any yeti work you've been doing uh yeah um I would say also a lot of jazz stuff or like jazz fusion, um, like uh, Dirty Loops. Um, I've also been listening to a lot of salsa recently. <laughs> it like puts me in this beautiful mood. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you got a lot of jazz going on in the band. 
It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. What are uh, all of your personal favorite songs off Camp Yeti? Uh, <clears throat> personally, I like Honeydew. I think I'm the most proud of Cherry Blossom, um, but like Gloomy Gloom might be my favorite to listen to. Wait, can I say something? Yeah. yeah, I literally, I literally meant Cherry Blossom. <laughs> 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 okay. I. Uh, it's like a tie between Cherry Blossom and Blue Eyes White Yeti for me. They're definitely two of my favorite songs, and I'll always show both whenever I show people if I ever show people. So yeah. Hey, Ricky and uh, Tony, I want to tell you something. I watched a video of somebody, like a fan, playing one of the riffs from Blue Eyes White Yeti, and I had, like, never taken the time to, like, really think about that riff that hard. And watching him play it, I, like, realized how beautiful it was. And I really Aww. Aww. <laughs> Thank you so much, Daisy. I think Blue Eyes has, like, I'm the most proud of, like, the guitar work on that song. And just like how the how it came out like overall, um, I don't know. And so I would say that song and Magic Man the Sadness as well. I think that's like my favorite to listen to. Awesome! I love the variety of answers. Uh, I did want to discuss Blue Eyes White Yeti real quick because it kind of blew up on Spotify. Uh, it's seems to have far and above. Uh, all the other stream songs so I'm just uh, curious how you guys think that kind of happened and like what's your reaction to that I think there's a lot of factors on why like is doing as well as it is um, one of the big reasons is uh, just because, like, we pushed it as a single, like, it has a music video, and, like, we, like, pitched it for, like, playlists and, like, all that. But that's just, like, I don't know. I think, like, the song itself is, like, um, one of the more relatable tracks. And um, maybe not relatable, but just, like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's, like, a lot to be said about that song uh, from, like, a lyrical standpoint and like instrumentally so um yeah i definitely agree it's definitely gotten the the hype it deserves it's really cool to see that uh because you don't see that often with you know a band that has two eps uh it's really cool to see that kind of blow up i was um wondering about Cherry Blossom, how did the Andy Shizik feature happen? Um, we were just pretty big fans of Makari, and uh, I had been listening to his um, other band, Wander, for a really long time, too. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to remember why we decided to go with him specifically, but I think we all just really liked his vocals, and we had played a show with them, 
around that time and we were like oh it'd be really cool to you know if we're gonna have a feature on the album have it have it be him so we hit him up and uh, he was down for it so it just it went really smoothly he was really easy to work with and a nice guy that's awesome his features really great on that song uh i'd say uh cherry blossom is probably my favorite song off the ep so thanks good answer (laughs) (laughs) so i'm wondering about what you guys have planned in store for the future ep album are you guys writing currently have you been writing during the quarantine all kinds of stuff like that Wow. Hey, Devin, what are, what are we working on? <laughs> we are working on an album. Oh. We have quite a few songs finished. We're, we're, we're a pretty good chunk of the way through the writing process. Um, posted earlier, um, <coughs> we're kind of recording it in, like, chunks. Uh, we already recorded a few songs earlier, back in June. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited to have, like, a larger body of work out. Yeah, you don't see uh, many smaller artists putting out full albums anymore. A lot of artists tend to go for just small releases. Look at Happy Hour, for instance. They pretty much put out only singles or EPs. And that's definitely like a good strategy. Yeah, I mean, we're still gonna have, we're gonna have like a singles like leading up to it. I feel, um, but I I just like I like personally like I have CDs like I listen to CDs all the time. I like listening to albums like front to back. So, um, I feel like that's that's just that's really why I want to do a full length. <laughs> yeah. My uh, co-host Casey predicted that you guys are absolutely gonna blow up when you put out a full-length uh, album, so <laughs> I'm sure he'll be excited to hear that. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on record labels and uh, touring after COVID is over? Any plans for that? Um. Daisy, um, I don't I don't know about record labels. We we don't uh, have like we're we're not like uh, we're not committed to either way. Um, sure. But just depending on like you know what whatever comes our way, you know it could be like a good deal or it could be a not so good deal, and uh, that'll pretty much determine that. But, but um, as far as touring, we've been but we really, really want to tour with um, Andreas. We really want to tour with Adventurer again. Um, and uh, we really, I really want to tour with a band called Household. And uh, I've been trying to <laughs> trying to make sure they know that. Um, I don't know about, there's definitely some other bands that would be super fun to tour with, like uh, the C4 Cinema and bands like that. But um, it, it really depends on, you know, uh, Unfortunately, we really don't like know when this situation is going to be over. A lot yeah. of people are saying March, but you know, um, something could happen between now and then that completely changes that. So, um, I think we'll 
we're just we're just kind of not like counting on too much and we're really focused on like how can we just like have a lot of music ready when this is over to release and then tour on when we can that makes a lot of sense i i think that may be like a lot of artists plans for the moment is uh just stock up on new new stuff to put out when they can tour again absolutely that is the smart plan <laughs> i would love to see an andreas and i met a yeti tour by the way uh that would be excellent please come to uh, kentucky <laughs> that would be so nice <laughs> yeah he tweeted at us that he wanted to tour with us uh back in january so hopefully he bent that yeah he <laughs> didn't say i love you back Damn. <laughs> yeah, Ricky tweeted, I love you, Andres, and, and he didn't even like it. He didn't even like it. <laughs> That's a big commitment know. over tweet. <laughs> it doesn't have to be, though. It just doesn't have to be. Um, That's really cool. I love Andres. He's definitely super dope. Uh, uh, all right. I have uh, probably the most important question here. Uh, my final, like, structured question. Uh, everybody's favorite meme? Meme. Meme, Ooh. yep. Mac right. 2, baby. Um, <laughs> here's a good one. Mac 2. <laughs> um, right now? Uh, let me look at my last, like, my recent, like, takes. Maybe I'll see what's going on. I like, I like the bonk one. <laughs> go to horn jail that one's real good Thank if you. you guys follow me on twitter i've been on a uh pot of greed arc uh -huh. i don't know if anyone's noticed that, noticed that. <laughs> i'm not sure what to think of it i personally i like the lin manuel but like biting his lip meme like <laughs> lin manuel right wait let me see that bite. well this is this one's funny this one's like a minecraft mix it's really good <laughs> Uh, right now, I think it's a mixture of that and like just also um my like my melody memes. You know, like um with like you know my melody, the Sanrio characters with like Hello Kitty and shit. <laughs> what? No. It's like my melody. Okay. Sounds like a deep out. cut. Uh, it's not. It's not too deep. I think. I don't know. It's. It's. I think it's kind of TikTok deep. Though. I think a lot of people are just on the TikTok. But yes, that's my vibe right now. Sure. <laughs> we can talk about this all day. <laughs> uh, Devin, favorite meme? I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> it is a tough question. Uh, Alright, replacement question. What kind of dog do you have? I've heard he's big. Devin, that's for you. Me? Yeah. Me? My, yeah. my dog? Yeah. <laughs> she is a red-nosed pit bull, and she is medium-sized and perfect. Yeah. Medium-sized? Are you guys afraid yeah. of dogs or something? <laughs> they were saying uh, big dog. Devin has a big dog. Devin was taking a really long time, like, feeding his dog. <laughs> And I was just like, you have a big dog, which is probably why it's taking so long. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. But what do you mean medium size? That was a, that was a big boy. A big, big <laughs> gal. I'm sorry. 
She's like not that big. All right. That's fair. I uh, got a couple more questions from people on the server. Lamp, aka my co-host Casey, says, "How are you guys on this fine Wednesday? Wait, fuck, it's Thursday." <laughs> um, I think personally, I'm doing well. I was good both Wednesday and Thursday. That is great to hear. He yeah, will be I think thrilled. I'm better today than I was yesterday. So I identify with that. Good. Yeah. Um, Puggy Pie says, Oh no. <laughs> uh, Puggy Pie says, Daisy, I love you. It's not really a question. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know you, but I really appreciate that you love our music enough to love me. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they're an all gone gray fan as well. Oh, that's that's possible. Uh, yeah, Daisy has a really big discography. Who does? Daisy. You. Me? Yeah. Oh my god. Don't bring that up. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, what kind of video games do you guys like? Ooh. Uh, so I am a... I'm really into competitive Smash Brothers, specifically Melee. I really <laughs> like Super Smash Brothers Melee. That's what I do. That's all I do. I don't really play guitar anymore. I just <laughs> play Super Smash Brothers Melee. Get really, and I, I really want to get really good at it. That's kind of that's that's what I do. What have you been playing, Devin? Oh, I've been playing some Fall Guys. I am low key addicted to Fall Guys. It's Let's so play some Fall Guys later. Fall Guys goes crazy. Fall Guys does go crazy. I'm really into Fall Guys like. Stream. Oh sorry. Oh, let's do it. No, no, I watched. Um, I watched. Uh, Jake's pineapple or Jake's <laughs> Fall Guys stream. Sorry. Um, on your YouTube channel, and I really want to play that game, but I also don't own a PlayStation. So. Uh, I I play it on PC actually. Oh, true. Yeah, that's, that's... cool. <laughs> I am incredibly embarrassed you saw me stream. <laughs> no, it it's all good. It was it was cool. I, I watch a lot of streams so I know that they can like lull and, and peak and valley and all that, you know. Uh yeah. Uh, I'm really into like JRPGs. Um like Persona five and uh Final Fantasy. I just finished um Dragon Quest eleven. Uh was that good? Uh, uh, yeah, it was fun. Um, it's not my favorite, but it's like, I don't know, I main hero now in Smash. <laughs> just because I know what all the spells do now. Um, you know the lore to the spells? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty pretty fun. I don't know, I've, I've been, you grow an appreciation for the characters when you've actually played their game. Hmm. Um, at least that's the way I've been. Uh, Final Fantasy VII was a fun time. I have um, always wanted to play Final Fantasy, but every time I try, I'm just like bored out of my mind. I don't know. I guess I'm <laughs> I'm not a JRPG guy, unfortunately. That's fair. It's really not like for everyone. It's a lot of reading. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, I've watched a lot of reviews about them, and the stories just don't seem worth it to me, to be quite honest. They don't seem that good. <laughs> that's, that's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't really have any more questions. Is there anything any of you want to say uh, as, like, closing thoughts? Uh, Knack 1 was a terrible, god-awful fucking game, but Knack 2 was 10 out of 10 perfect video game of all time. Uh, <laughs> I know that's a, like, donkey meme, <laughs> but is it actually good? Is Knack 2 actually good? Uh, yes. Really? Yeah. I, it's I actually, did... like, a 10 out of 10. I'm really excited for Knack 3. <laughs> is there a Knack 3? Not yet. Oh, no. I've never cared about a game the way I care about Knack 2. <laughs> I played Knack 1 and it it was bad. I'll have to say that. Never played Knack 2, though. I'll have to give it a look. Maybe they'll put it on the PS5. Uh, any any uh, <laughs> promotions you guys want to do? Any projects? I know Daisy said All Gone Gray is going to put out an LP soon. Um, so, I'm a, uh, music producer, like, electronic music and, like, beats and stuff and, like, rappers or whatever. I'm in this project called From the Heart. Mm -hmm. uh, we put out a project, what was it, in March or April or something, of just, like, a bunch of cool bangers, people on it, like, Young Skirt, Valentine, uh, just every, everybody you can think of. Uh, from like the SoundCloud like community, um, and we're working on like a lot of new music. We've got a lot of new stuff coming out in the works, but um, yeah, just uh, my uh, my Twitter is at Fortune Swan, and just hit me up if you ever just want to work on some music, make some beats, get some beats. I could really use the work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's my plug. Awesome. I'll definitely link everyone in the description. So, anyone interested in some sick beats can contact Fortune Swan <laughs> on Twitter. They're cool, yo. They're homegrown. They're like, <laughs> I made these beats like straight from the ground. <laughs> like in the soil, dirt, nutrients, minerals, all about it. Like, that's all I'm saying. It's healthy beats, is what you're saying. Or jazz beats, just let me know. <laughs> Flintstone gummy beats. You already know. Take your multivitamin fortune <laughs> on beat. I'm with it. All right. This is the best plug I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> anyone else have anything to plug? Yeah. Um. I I actually don't entirely know if it if I should announce this this way, but I don't <laughs> think anyone's gonna be mad at me. Um, either uh, there's a band called Resilia that you can find on Spotify or wherever and we recently did a collaboration that uh, I don't have a release date for but um, just keep an eye out you can listen to their instrumental songs um, as of now but eventually there will be a song with me on vocals oh cool like a strawberry girl situation kind of yeah pretty much all right that sounds awesome Anyone else? Alright. <laughs> uh, thank you for watching. If you got this far, my analytics tells me most people do not. So you're one of the brave ones. 
thank you to iMeta Yeti for joining me on this very cool special podcast. I really appreciate you guys taking your time out of your day to talk to me. And uh, thank you for making cool music. That's, thank you. That's the biggest thing I appreciate. All right. Thanks for watching. Uh, let's all say bye at the same time. It'll be obnoxious. All right. <laughs> One, two, three. Bye. 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 <laughs> that was really bad.